This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com <clears throat> Okay, good morning everyone. So we begin our review of Masech Divamis, Daf Bezam and Aleph. And the Mishnah is uh, very clear. The Mishnah is talking about uh, what situations one is exempt from the midst of Yibam. And not only is the woman exempt from Yibam, but she even uh, uh, exempts her co-wife, her Tzara. By the way, just as an aside, I happen to have seen right before Yom Tif from, um, from Rav Chaim Falaji that the, the relationship of the Rav Hashem with Klal Yisrael is a relationship of a Yavam to a Yavama. We are the Yavama, God is our Yavam. And we are waiting for God to redeem us. And uh, that being the case, the ultimate Binyan Beis HaMikdash is, is analogous to the Mitzvah of Yibam, which may explain why Rebbe began Seder Nashim with Yivamais, as, as this is the ultimate uh, relationship that we are hoping for. Okay. Chamei Shesri Nashim Paitroi's Torah saying there are 15 women that exempt their co-wives, the Tzara's Torah saying, and the co-wife of their co-wife, Mina Chalitza from Chalitza, Umina Yibam, and from Yibam, Atzoi Fa'olam, until the end of the world, meaning forever and ever. In other words, uh, there's no end into the injection of Isser and Erva that a uh, that these Arayos are able to um, exempt their co-wife and so on. Ve'elohein, these are the following 15 Arayos. Bitoi, one's daughter, Ubas Bitoi, one's daughter's daughter, Ubas Benoi, and one's son's daughter. And again, the case is very simple. Your brother married your daughter, or your daughter's daughter, or your son's daughter, and now your brother dies without children, and this woman falls to you in Yibam. Now Rashi explains this is talking about your daughter from Anusa. In other words, she's your daughter from a woman that you raped. But it's not talking about your daughter from your wife, because that's uh, that's uh, Bas Ishtoy, and that's coming up further in the Mishnah, cases 4, 5, and 6. Now the next case is Bas Ishtoy, your wife's daughter who marries your brother, Ubas Bena or the daughter of your wife's son that marries your brother, Ubas Bita, or your wife's granddaughter that marries your brother. And now in all these cases, she falls to you in Yibam. Chamoisai, if your mother-in-law, in other words, your mother-in-law marry, marries your brother, how's that? Rashi says, after uh, her husband died, she married your brother. Ve'im Chamoisai, or your mother-in-law's mother, your wife's grandmother, married your brother. Ve'im Chamif, or your father-in-law's mother, married your brother. And then again, your brother died without children. Achoysoy mi'imai, your sister from your mother. In other words, you have a sister from your mother, and you have a brother from your father, and your sister from your mother is not related to your brother from your father, because your sister from your mother is... Um, it's from the same mother, she's your sister, but from a different father. And your brother from your father is from a different mother. In other words, your sister from your mother is not related to your brother from your father, and your sister from your mother marries your brother from your father. The Achaisimai, or your mother's sister, marries your brother from the same father. The Achaisishtai, or your wife's sister, marries your brother. The Eishas, Achiv me'imai, and the wife of your brother from the same mother, after your brother from the mother dies or divorces her, she marries your brother from the father. The Eishas Achiv Shalai Or the wife of your brother, who is not in the same world as um, at the time 
that the first brother died. In other words, let's just get this case. Rashi says, um, Ruvain died without children, and after Ruvain died, another brother was born, and his name was Levi. And then Shimon did Yibam, and Shimon had another wife. And then Shimon died without children, and they both fall before Levi, they're both pater. Because Eishas Ruvain is ostered to Levi, because that's Eishas Achav Shloi Lamai. And the other wife is her tsara. The Kalasai in the 15th case is your daughter-in-law. In other words, your daughter-in-law marries your brother, let's say after your son died. So all of these 15 women, Hare Elu, Paitrois, Tsaraisayan, these all exempt their co-wives, the Tsaris, Tsaraisayan, and the co-wives of the co-wives, um, they will all they will all exempt uh, their co-wives and co-wives of, of the co-wives, mina chalitza, both from chalitza, umina yibam ad soifa Okay. The kulan and all of these women, imesu, if they die, oimianu, or they do mion, mion is a procedure where a woman who got married after, in other words, um, the Allah is a father can marry off a katana. However, if the, uh, if the father dies, and now she's under the domain of her mother or her brother, then Midrabanan, they're allowed to marry her off. However, she has a right to annul such a marriage. So all of these women, whether they died, or they annulled the marriage through a procedure called Mion, or they were divorced, and Islanus is a woman who, who turns out is not capable of having children, so it's a Mekach Tos, she was never married to begin with. So all of these women... Um, Sorry, saying mutarais, their tsarais are mutar. And then, Now the mission just points out, you cannot say that the situation of mother-in-law, uva'im chamoisai, or mother-in-law's mother, uva'im chamiv, or father-in-law's mother, shenimtsu islanis, that they became an islanis, oisha mianu, or they performed the mion. Now, why can't you say your mother-in-law or mother-in-law's mother or father-in-law's mother became an islandess or performed mion? Because obviously she's not an islandess because she had your wife. She's your mother-in-law. She obviously had children. That indicates she's not an islandess. And furthermore, if she had children, that means she is a gedoyla and she can no longer perform mion. And what's the situation? How do they exempt their tsarahisabitai? If your daughter, or any of the above mentioned arayas, were married to your brother, and your brother had another wife, and now your daughter or, or whichever one of the arayas died, Kishem Shabitoi Petura, just like your daughter is Pater from Yibam, so to her co wife is Pater. If the co-wife of your daughter went, and married another brother, and he has another wife, and he died, the same way the co-wife of your daughter is pater, so too is the co-wife of the co-wife, pater, and this could replay itself even a hundred times. Ketzad, what is the case in Mesu that if they died, sorry, sen mutarais, the tsara is mutar. So the case is, if your daughter, one of these arais, the suais was married to your brother, and 
your brother had another wife, Mesa Bitai, if your daughter died, Garsha, or she was divorced, and then your brother died, Now the Mishnah just concludes with an important halacha, Anyone who is able to do Mion, Rashi explains the erva was a katana, and she could do Mion, and she decided not to, and now your brother died. So now this woman's marriage is clearly only Midrabanon. So if it's only Midrabanon, she's not going to remove the Zika completely that you don't have to do Chalitza to the Koaif because she's not fully married to your brother. Her marriage is only Midrabanon. Now obviously you don't have to do Yibam or Chalitza to her because she's your daughter. But do you have to do Yibam or Chalitza to the Koaif? So you're not going to be exempt from Chalitza because... Her marriage to your brother is only rabbinic in nature. And therefore, you'll still have a zika that you have to exempt with chalitza. But you're not going to be able to do yibum because at least that level of marriage will inject some degree of poison that you can't do yibum to the uh, co-wife. So that's what the Mishnah says. Anyone who's able to do me in the You could do chalitza to the tzara and not yibum. Okay. So the Mishnah continues, says the Holy Mishnah, says the Gemara, uh, excuse me, the Gemara begins, Michti, let us see. Kulhu me'achos isha yafinan. Now this is a very important statement for the next segment of the Shir. From where do we learn that if a woman is an erva, she doesn't go to Yibam? What's the makar of such a halacha? We learn it out from achos isha. This is going to be uh, later on in the Gemara. And av gimel so all the arayos that they don't fall to Yibam is learnt out from Achosisha. So listening Achosisha Barisha. So we should teach Achosisha first. Vichi Tema, and if you're going to ask, and if you're going to say, and you're going to respond, no, we don't say Achosisha first because the reason of the order of the Mishnah is Vichi Tema Tana Chumri Chumri Nakat. The Tana is just saying it in order of Chumra. And therefore we begin with Bitai, which is the most Chamor, and we're going to say that's because Bitai is Sreifa. And, now then, this would have to be going according to the Manda Amar, that Sreifa is the most Chamor of all the Misois. V'Reb Shimon, here this would be in accordance with Reb Shimon, the Amar Sreifa Chamura, who says Sreifa is the most Chamor. Says the Gemara, Yihachi, if so, Lisni Chamoy Sarberesha, if it's going in order of Chumra, and it picked the Sreifa first, so it should pick your mother-in-law first. Because mother-in-law is the source of Sreifa by the Arayist. Iker Sreifa Bechamoyseksiva. The main Sreifa it says by mother-in-law. Furthermore, Vaoid, Basar Chamoysei, after Chamoysei, it should say Kalasai. Why is Kalasai relegated to number 15? Kalasai should be after the um, nine Arayos, which are Sreifa. What are the Arayos which are Sreifa? Um, Rashi says, Bitai, Bas Bitai, all of them until Aim Chamev are Srefa, but then should it say, Kalasai, Debasar Srefa, Skila Chamor, after Srefa, Skila is the most Chamor. Now, Toysvis, the second to last Toysvis says, even if Skila was not the next more Chamor, uh, it still wouldn't matter. Kalasai should still go next because none of the other ones in the Mishnah have any Misas Bezdin. They're, they're all only Kares. So the Gemara didn't really have to say 
that skila is the next most chamor, even if it was, let's say, the least chamor, and let's say chenek and hereg were more chamor, nevertheless, it still should be next because the other ones are just a kares. Okay, but the Gemara is saying the truth. Skila is the next more chamor. So the Gemara says as follows, Elabitai, but rather your daughter, Kivan Asya Midrasha, since we learn it out of Adrasha, Chavivale, it is beloved. So since it's beloved, uh, since it's derived from Adrasha, therefore it picked it first. Okay, so now you see, if you know a black Gemara, you could easily hazard it in 10 minutes. So, you know, if you want to know how you learn something 10 times, 50 times, it's not so hard. Okay. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.